Dr. Judy here. Do you love to read books about dogs on all subjects? I was recently a guest on the podcast Dog-Eared with Lisa Davis, where she interviews authors who write books about dogs, and I highly recommend you check it out. Lisa reads every book cover to cover, and her warm and engaging personality draws out her guests, and the resulting conversation illuminates the book, but without giving away the whole story. Also, I will be on monthly to answer her listeners' questions about natural pet health. So whether you want the latest advice on how to keep your furry friend happy and healthy, training tips, inspirational memoirs, or anything else dog, Dog-Eared is right for you. Vox will be bringing its award-winning virtual seminar series, Identifying the Elephant in the Room to the Natural Products Industry from March 16th to April 20th. And I am so honored to be moderating this wonderful event, Identifying the Elephant in the Room, Critical Communication Strategies in the Face of Sexism. And joining us to talk about this and the wonderful woman who's not only brought me incredible guests over the years, but asked me to moderate, so flattered, is Amy Summers. Now, she is a founder and president of Pitch publicity and has decades of experience working with major clients in the natural products industry to increase national publicity exposure across all mass media outlets while developing key strategic communication strategies. In 2020, she launched Anisivox to help individuals improve a wide range of soft skills centered on the complexity of communications. She is a board member and founding partner of Naturally New York and was awarded Best Diversity and Inclusion Campaign from PR News for producing the virtual seminar series, Identifying the Elephant in the Room, Critical Communication Strategies in the Face of Racism. Such great work. Amy, welcome to Health Power. Thank you for having me, Lisa. It's such an honor. Oh, it's so good to have you on. Okay, so Amy, what is Anisivox and why did you start this platform in 2020? So um, Anisivox is literally two Latin words thrown together. Um, Anisi means to inspire, embark, and launch, and Vox is voice, so through voice. And um, it's a platform intended to help people improve on all kinds of different soft skills uh, what I've noticed in my career is that we get really book smart in college, but then we get out there in the real world and we have to figure out how to navigate, communicate and present and network and, and talk to people. And that's a whole different other skill set that I really think that we're lacking. And then also I'm a big um, advocate for mentorship, um, primarily because I didn't have a lot growing up in my career. And I recognize that some of us get lucky and we find a mentor that takes us under our their wing, but others of us not so lucky like myself. And so I wanted to create a platform that was accessible to anybody. And they, it was almost like a binge mentorship. Like if they were getting ready for a presentation and they just needed some quick tips from different professionals, they could do that. So my vision for Anisivox is that over time, there'll be a variety of voices providing kind of a lifeline of advice, almost like that emergency mentorship when you need it the most. Tell us more about the Elephant in the Room Sexism Seminar Series. And I know that you've produced other Elephant in the Room series through an ECVOX like this one. You had I'd mentioned in the beginning, the one that was tackling racism. So tell us about this one. And I'm so excited. Yeah, so I, I, I did the racism series um, really as a response to the murder of George Floyd. And if you remember after that, there was a week of um, Blackout Tuesday is what they called it. And it was, it was kind of an impromptu social media campaign where there was a lot of listening and learning going on. And maybe that was because we were all locked up in our homes and we didn't have anything else to do. Um, but I was really impressed by that. And I 
I thought there's got to be a way to kind of take that week and bring it into more of a professional setting and have conversations. So that's really where the idea came from. We addressed racism. I did it with students and alumnus from Howard University and the University of Florida, which is my alma mater, just to kind of put an HBCU with a PWI and see how it went. And um, it was actually very uh, successful. We won an award because of it. And I didn't immediately do any more of these series afterwards because I wanted to follow the students as they were going into their careers and see if the advice that they were getting from other um, professionals who are already well into their career help them um, on the topic of racism, help them navigate some of the things that they might encounter. And it did. And so looking towards this series, uh, I was really curious to see if we could address sexism. It's a topic that's been heavy on my heart for a while. Um, I, the majority of our clients are in the natural products industry and my business grew up in this industry. So when I started, it was with five clients from this industry. So um, since the age of 27, as a female founder, I've, I've grown my own business in this industry. And so it's a very important industry to me. And I wanted to see if we could have the same conversation this time, not with students, but just all professionals and see what kind of impact we could make on um, the industry itself to make it a better, um, a, a more inviting place for pe- new entrepreneurs to come into. Yeah, it's interesting. I've had some women on the show who are entrepreneurs and they'll talk about their experience and they'll be meeting with men who own a company. And they're like, okay, come on in girls. They're like, we're 35 for flip's sake. You know, it's like, <laughs> there's just a lot of language yes. that's really demeaning and they're not getting it. And I know that's something that will be addressed as well. You've done some great posts about locker room talk and why do we have career women and working moms? You don't have working dad. It gives us a lot to think about. Yes. It's really interesting starting to examine just how we speak to each other. And, you know, as women, I think that a lot of times we just kind of let it go. I think there's a generational thing too, where, um, you know, if you were the baby boomer generation, you were definitely not, you were taught not to correct anybody, just kind of take it and move along. Not everybody's like that, of course. And um, I'm kind of stuck in the middle of the Gen Xers. So I've seen both sides of it. And then we see these millennials and they're calling everything out immediately, which is great, you know, because um, that, but you know, a lot, like you said, a lot of people are just kind of ignorant to the fact that they don't even know what they're saying. And, And there's a lot of these old terms that we continue to use um, that we need to we need to update because they're not helping us out any. Yeah, not at all. So is that why you're directing this conversation on sexism in the natural products industry and just think things you've seen or things you've heard or just overall, let's make things better? Yeah, and I'm not picking on the natural products industry. You know, I think that sexism is an issue in every industry, right? We've just even seen sure. it in the past few weeks. It's an issue in media. It's an issue in sports. It's an issue... Um, you know, in my own PR industry, uh, politics, we see it all the time. We see it played out in tech industry everywhere. So I'm, I chose this industry because I'm most familiar with it. And I'm, I'm still experimenting with this um, communication uh, workshop intensive to see if it does make a difference and it does help kind of bring people into conversation. Um, it allows the virtual setting allows people to come in wherever they are at because everyone's at a different um, stage in learning about some of these things. And then it allows um, us to challenge one another because I think that that's the piece about mentorship that's so important. So it's one thing to be to bring awareness to a topic. So we bring awareness that, hey, maybe we shouldn't call, you know, 
women <laughs> over the age of, you know, 17 girls anymore. Um, but once we bring awareness to some of these topics and people have an understanding, we have to challenge and we have to challenge, well, how are we doing this at work? And how are we even doing this at home? And what am I teaching my children, my young son? And so we need to challenge each other on, on, um, ways to you know slowly make those changes, and of course, we're not going to solve sexism with the seminar series. Just like we're not going to solve racism <laughs> by doing a, a lecture or something. But I think that every generation has the responsibility to keep this conversation going, to push it a little bit more and a little bit more, so that the next generation maybe they don't have to do so many you know backflips and hurdles to get to where we were able to get to. Yeah, I think that is so important. I, I love these conversations. That's why I'm so honored to be part of it. Who else is going to be involved? So we have many people. <laughs> we have six um, sessions happening and we have five professionals on each session. So uh, when you're talking about binge mentorship, you're going to get it from a lot of different people from a lot of different walks of life, ages. Um, we have men involved. We have women involved. I was very intentional about making sure to invite men um, because they need to be part of this conversation. I think as women, a lot of times we do women's things. You know, we have a women's luncheon. We do a women's workshop and we call things women. And when we do that, guess who doesn't come? <laughs> the men. Because they're like, well, I'm not a woman. So um, and we see that same thing happened in the LGBTQ community. It's like, oh, I'm not gay, so I'm not going there. Um, but you could learn something. And so I wanted it to have a wide variety of people um, and, and have everybody bring, bring them into this conversation because it is really a conversation we should all be having with each other. Yeah, absolutely. What, were, what are some of the other topics? Those are the two series I've done so far. I think that um, so sexism is just the second one. I, I don't know what will be next, but I think there's a lot of other isms we can tackle. Like I'm really interested in doing ageism. I think that that's oh, gosh, a yes. issue. And I think it's going to be a huge issue um, just in the next few years because, you know, we have these baby boomers. They're not going to retire. They're in great health, you know, because we have all evolved as, as in a society and we're living longer. And I just don't think at age 65, um, people are going to check out and say, I'm going to retire. I think they're going to continue being part of that workforce. So we, I think we have to change our attitudes on how we see, you know, people over the age of 65. They do have a lot of significance. We can learn from them. Um, so I think ageism is big. Classism is another one. One that you might be interested in. I know that I am is healthism. And that's oh, interesting. Yeah, the idea of like, what does health look like? And so, you know, we put out this image that health looks like this. And if you don't look like this, then you must not have any self-control or care about your family. And, and obviously that's just not the case, but that is another really huge issue that um, is very discriminatory to a lot of people uh, when it comes to even like getting insurance and all kinds of things. Um, so I think there's a lot of topics that could be explored. I'm really interested in exploring the topics that nobody else wants to touch. <laughs> I'll touch them with you. That, was, that sounds great. After the elephant discussion and response sessions, tell us about that and who's involved in that. Yes. So um, we partnered with Late Night Health Podcast, which is run by Mark Allen, another oh. another podcast that uh, we work with a lot at Pitch Publicity. And Mark Allen um, has graciously um, come in and agreed to help us do 
discussion and response sessions immediately after the panel. So this is something I did not do in the racism series, but, you know, always trying to make things better. I'm trying it out with a sexism series because what I found in the racism series was when the panel was done, everybody was empowered and excited. And then we wanted to talk about it and then it was like over. So we're for the um, after the elephant sessions, uh, Mark is going to be guiding the conversation with three uh people that were participating, so not on the panel, but watching the panel, and they're going to discuss the content that they just saw. And I think that the after the elephant sessions will give us the opportunity to do some of those challenges, if you will. So after we hear the information, I think the people on that, those, um, uh, that podcast panel will be able to maybe bring up some ideas on how we can challenge ourselves, our companies, the industry on making changes. Now, the people involved, for example, I'm moderating, but the other experts who are involved, are they going to be bringing up things that they've seen? Is it more of just asking, I'll be asking them different questions. Uh, Is it personal experience? Tell us about that. Yeah, so a little of all of the above. um, But as I've said several times, nobody in this series is an expert on sexism. Um, but we have all lived it and experienced it in different ways. So we're just coming humbly as mentors <laughs> to share our lived experience and be a little bit vulnerable on, um, you know, different experiences that we've had. And I think that those experiences, whether they are good or bad, they help people um, in their careers. I think that In social media, of course, we always talk about this. Social media is just a big highlight of everything that you're doing great. And professionally on LinkedIn, for example, all you see is, hey, I made a new deal and I made a new round of funding and I'm in Whole Foods now. And I mean, it's just bang after bang after bang. But we're not seeing like, what was the struggle to get there? And certainly um, sexism is just one topic But I I think it's important that we show both sides because it can be very discouraging to somebody just starting out in business to only see the highlight reel all the time and not not see the struggles that people went through. I think that that's what makes us stronger collectively. Oh, I completely agree. Now, what do you hope to achieve from producing this series and, and what would you see as a successful outcome? You know, I, I really, I mean, wouldn't it be great if like just every generational leader could impart their knowledge to the next generation, just so the next generation could kind of get there quicker. Um, I, I, what I would like to see is, is having this conversation. I would like to see over time that things do change in the industry based on that, based on this collective mind share of information. I think that that would be a good model for other industries. And, you know, another reason why the natural products industry will, we're an industry that espouses healthy living and we sell products to make people healthy. So I just feel that as an industry, we need to be healthy as a community as well. So we're telling everybody else how to be healthy, but if we can't show that our own community is healthy, I mean, who better to set the example for the tech industry, for all these other industries on, how to do it right. So I think over time, it would be great to see that people want to come into the natural products industry and work here because it is a positive environment for everybody, that there's a chance for everybody and you're not going to be excluded because of your gender, your race, or the way you look even. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that. You know, it was I was thinking about the ageism one. And, you know, it's so hard for women because either you can go and get a bunch of work done and then everyone's going to be like, oh, she had a bunch of work done. Or you don't have anything done. They're like, oh, she looks old. It's like you can't win. It's so frustrating. I think that's a big topic in the workforce. Well, and you hit on another one, and that's that internal misogyny, which is women being very hard on women. And, you know, I can't even name a woman that was a good mentor to me in this industry. Um, And I would like to see that change a little bit too. I think that we don't help each other out that much. We're very, we can be very competitive with other women. Um, We can be turf guarding and we don't need to be that way. There should be plenty of opportunities for all of us. And we really need to help, help each other because who else better to do it than you know, women <laughs> helping. Women. Yes. I love that. Women helping women. Now, how can people attend the sexism virtual series? When will the events take place and how can people register for it? Sure. So there's a total of six sessions with panels that start every week um, after Expo West. So on March 16th is the first run and they run through April 20th, every Thursday from one to 2 PM Eastern, you can join a live session virtually If you're not able to make it live, uh, the recorded session will be there same day. So you can still watch it. Of course, if you're there live, you'll be able to ask questions live to our our mentors. Um, And um, people can register if they just go to um, emisivox.com. I have a button at the top of my website that will direct you to our registration page. So that's I-N-I-C-I-V-O-X.com. And um, I, I hope that... Everybody will come. You don't have to be in the natural products industry to come. You can you can learn from this industry. I think it's a good industry to learn from. Definitely. And I am, like I said, I'm so honored, Amy. I'm so glad you asked me. I'm super excited. I love having real and deep, meaningful conversation that can change things. So yeah, thank you so much. I really wanted you on because I noticed in 2020, when I was doing my racism series, I, I was so busy doing that, but I noticed that you were also doing something. The active allyship is more than a hashtag. And I was following that as I was doing my research and I was just so inspired that you were also doing something. A lot of us were doing something. And so I've always seen you in that light. So I'm so appreciative that you are joining us because I really do think that you are a trailblazer um, in the health industry, and you're not scared. And I need people that are not scared. <laughs> and now I've gone to the dogs, but hey, I still, you know, I do both. I'm excited about the dog show. So when you're ready and you're taking puppies on on for interview, I've I've got a puppy that would love to talk to you. <laughs> oh, you're great, Amy. Thank you so much, everybody. Check it out and keep coming back to Health Power. Be sure to check out Dog Eared, rate, review, subscribe. Thanks so much. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you, and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.